Welcome to episode 84 of the Business Fabulous podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about everything is a business lesson. If you followed me for even just a little while, you've probably heard me say that before. And I really do think everything all around you, all the time, really is a business lesson. Stick around for the whole story. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. So today we're talking about everything is a business lesson. And if you have followed me online for any amount of time at all, you've probably heard me say that everything is a business lesson. I've said it in live streams. I've said it in podcasts. I've said it from stages presenting live. I've always said that everything is a business lesson. It wasn't until just a few minutes ago that I actually realized why that has been for me. So here's a revelation in real time, right out of the gate to the podcast. So the first story that I often tell is about a grandfather and a granddaughter in a coffee shop. This is the same coffee shop where I started my business. It's called Caldi's Coffee, and it's in Clayton in St. Louis, Missouri. So shout out to Caldi's. Go Caldi's. I started my business there seven years ago. I was in Caldi's, and they have this little like side room, and I was in a booth working. All of the tables are super, super close together. So even though, honestly, I admit I would have eavesdropped anyway, it was impossible not to because the, the people were three feet from me. So there was a grandfather and a granddaughter, and they were sitting at a table catty corner from where I was. And the grandfather evidently had just recently picked up the granddaughter from ballet class. And he was having a latte and she was having a hot cocoa. And I don't know how old she was, but I know she was small enough to fit in a high chair because she was sitting in the high chair and she had her tutu on and she was dangling her little legs and enjoying her hot cocoa with whipped cream. And they were talking and it was so wonderful to see. It was so wonderful and so touching and so heartwarming. And this was taking place at a time in my life where I was working eight to 12 hours a day, seven days a week, and I was not making a penny. It was at the very beginning of my business, and I was trying everything I could possibly think of to make my business work, and it was not working. And I was trying so hard, and I was working in the coffee shop just to get myself out of the house. Here I was just exasperated and exhausted. And then I see this happen. And it was such a beautiful reminder to me to absolutely enjoy the moment. And that no matter how hard things get, that you can always stop, you can always be still, and you can always 
enjoy the moments of life. Just the individual moments, not any big, huge, you know, things, just the small, little individual moments really is what makes all the difference and all the beauty in life. That was a great reminder. I've told that story probably thousands of times in the past seven years, and it is still a huge business lesson to me and one of my first lessons of my business. Here is a second part of business lessons are all around, and that is the lessons of bad advice. Boy, have I gotten some bad advice over the years, and I've gotten some bad advice from bad people, and I've also gotten some bad advice from well-meaning people. It was just bad advice. One of the things that I really want to stress is if you are building a business, do not take advice from people who have never built a business. It's probably not a good idea. And for example, if you're asking them a business question, you should probably be asking that business question to people who know about business. It will save you a lot of time in the long run. Well, I got a lot of bad advice, especially at the very beginning of my business when I was most vulnerable and I didn't know it was bad until much later. Luckily for me, I had no money to invest in any of the things that people were telling me to invest in, so it ended up okay. It didn't hurt me, but it still was bad advice. And one of those pieces of advice was to hire a VA, a virtual assistant, so in other words, hire somebody for help before you need it. And I thought, well, I don't even understand that. Why in the world would I hire somebody before I actually needed them? And I cannot even tell you how many people told me that. Oh, yes, hire before you're ready. Hire a VA before you're ready. What? That's horrible advice. Don't ever do that. Anyway, That was one of the first pieces of bad advice I ever got. Another piece of bad advice, and I received this from many coaches I've talked about in the past, the 25 different coaches that I vetted and how I really did hate all of them, which got me into being a coach myself. Many of the coaches that I spoke to really gave me very bad advice. And this advice was, unless you are all in, meaning unless you are really investing thousands of dollars in your business for their coaching, that's what they meant. Unless you are all in for your business, you will not succeed. You've got to be all in. These people were also the very same people telling people to quit their full-time jobs and go cold turkey from having a stable full-time employment with benefits to not having any safety net, and that way they were going to be quote-unquote all in, and that was the way to succeed at business. Again, horrible, horrible advice for anybody. Oh my goodness, no, 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 please. Big neon flashing lights in red and big letters. Do not quit your day job. Do not quit your day job. Do not get rid of your benefits until you can afford your own benefits for yourself. Why in the world would anyone listen to that advice? And luckily for me, I didn't have any money to invest in coaching at the beginning, so I wasn't able to do that anyway. But holy moly, what bad advice. 
Another piece of bad advice actually came when I was a blogger. So before I was really an entrepreneur, I was a mommy blogger, or we like to call ourselves lifestyle bloggers because it sounded fancier. I was a blogger and a vlogger with a V before that word was invented. So brands would pay me to write about their products and to make videos about their products and post about their products on social media. And I did that for a couple of years before starting my own business. And when I was doing that, people told me that I needed to have a uniquely coded website. And that would cost about somewhere between $3,500 and $5,000. These mommy bloggers, who many of them were making less money than I was, were spending, or somebody was spending, thousands of dollars to get them a uniquely coded website. So they were the only one who had a website like that, and their website was beautiful. But I have always said, a website does not make your business. A website is not going to pay your bills. A website is not going to bring in the customers. You can have a beautiful website and be a horrible business person and not make a penny. Or you can have, eh, you know, your website's okay, could probably be better, but you're a great business person and you really help your clients and customers and you are growing like gangbusters. So I prefer to be in that latter category. I never did have a uniquely coded website. I drag and drop all of the websites that I've made for myself, all of the websites that I made for my clients. I do not know how to code. You do not have to. You absolutely do not have to. If you want to have a uniquely coded website, you can have one. There are many coders out there, website designers out there who will do that for you. However, you don't need one to be successful. Yet another piece of bad advice. So now here was something that wasn't bad advice, but it was a bad situation that ended up to be really, really good. And so I thought I should definitely put it in here. And that was, I had to be scrappy when I started my business. I literally started with no money. You've heard me say this time and time again. I had no money to spend on my business. I was not taking any courses. I've never had a business class. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have a mentor. I literally had no support from anybody. All of my friends and family were telling me it was a horrible decision. I would fail and go back to teaching. And why was I doing this and everything else under the sun with a few expletives thrown in there sometimes. But I didn't listen to any of that. But I did have to be scrappy. I had to be scrappy because I didn't have any money to spend. I had to really figure it out, whatever it was. I had to figure out a way to make that happen. That caused me to be creative because I didn't have any money to invest in a coach because I didn't have any money to buy a course or even though I listened to all of those webinars, I didn't have the money to invest in the program or the coaching or whatever that thing was that they had for sale at the end, the upsale, I never had any money to invest in that. I would take notes like crazy on all of those webinars, but I didn't have any money for any of this stuff. So I had to get creative and being scrappy made me be creative and it made me be creative time and time and time again. As I was creative year after year, I started to realize 
it really does not take a lot of money to have a business, especially not at first. As you grow, you definitely need to put more money into your business and you need to invest and there's operating costs and hiring a team and all of that. But at first, you can make do with very little, if not nothing. And I made do with nothing for a long, long time. And then I grew as I needed to. As I needed to grow my business, I did. But I didn't grow it just to grow it. I grew it when I needed to. I invested in my business when I had the money to invest. And I invested in my business super, super carefully. The first two things I purchased, I purchased a professional microphone. That was one of them. And the microphone I got at like half price on a Black Friday. It was a Blue Yeti, and I used that Blue Yeti mic for about 4,000 live streams, and then it finally died when I was starting my podcast. So that Yeti lasted me for a long time. I got that, and I got some professional lighting, and all of that together was $150. That's the first amount of money that I invested in my business, and it wasn't until about a year and a half after I was already making money. I'd already been making money for a year and a half before I invested that money because I thought, okay, this thing is going to work and I'm going to start putting some money into the business now instead of investing tons of money in at the beginning before I even know if I have a business to invest in. So I thought I would throw that in there. So for those of you out there that are being scrappy, keep doing it. Keep being scrappy. Invest carefully invest slowly. Do not throw tons of money at your business. Money alone will not make your business. Money alone will also not break your business. So money alone is not the answer. The last thing I want to talk about is something that I have spent about the past week and a half studying one particular online guru who had a very big rise and fairly recently a pretty big fall. I've gone back and I've looked at a lot of her speeches. I've looked at a lot of YouTube videos that she did of some of her presentations, other classes that she has. And I also looked at a lot of YouTube videos that were other people talking about her in not necessarily very positive ways. I really, I spent about 10 days doing almost nothing else and really thinking a lot about her and taking in the lessons. As I said at the beginning, everything is a business lesson to me. I'm reading a book right now, and it's not necessarily a business book, but I'm taking it as a business lesson. Every time I read something that's thought-provoking, I immediately bring it back to business. I immediately ingest the information and think about how can I make sense of this In terms of my business, how can I use this information to help my business grow? That's the way I look at everything. So as I was studying this person, there were so many personal and professional lessons in there. Lessons of how she started Scrappy. Lessons of her being creative. Lessons of some really kind of early on presentations, which were so very, very different from some of her 
recent presentations, which were to thousands and thousands and thousands of people in like big stadiums or I don't know, big convention halls or something. There were a lot of people there and there were like lights and music and it was a whole thing. When just five years before that, she would be talking in, say, a gymnasium somewhere or some sort of hall somewhere to maybe a couple hundred people. Her stature was different. Her presentation was different. Her hair was different. Her makeup was different. The way she carried herself was different. Everything was different. Everything about her was different because she wasn't herself yet. She hadn't grown into and become this guru. And then when she was the guru, that was a whole different person. And then all of that, it sort of shattered. And I think she shattered it herself. I think it's some really, really huge lessons in terms of self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is something, and I, I tell my clients this all the time, it's something that we never get over. You can't put, okay, I've got mindset, check. I've got that taken care of. Self-sabotage, yep, check. I got all that taken care of. I'm never going to do that again. It's not the way it works. You never really get over mindset. Mindset is something that you always have to work on. And I think as you are surrounded by other people, whether they're business people or not, I think that you can learn a lot about people and success by watching them, by watching people, by watching how they go through life, by watching how they act and interact and react to situations that happen. You know, you learn the most about people, I think, when adverse situations come up, right? So how do they deal with adversity? How, how do they react? How do they go about things when things aren't so wonderful? That's, I think, when you can really see what a person is like, is when things are really sucky. Then how does the person react and how do they come out of it? I think that really shows you what that person is made of. And I think those are huge, huge lessons that you can take away and keep very close to you as you go through your own adversity in life. So like I said from the start, I think business lessons are all around you, but I think you've really got to be open to them. And I guarantee you, today you had some lessons right in front of you. You might not have been paying attention you might not have been open to them. So I challenge you now, as you go through life, stay open to these lessons all around you because they will show themselves. They absolutely, I promise you, will show themselves to you. The more open you are, the more you will notice them. And I hope that you think, huh, Bonnie was right. And if you would even, oh my God, you would make my day, you would make my year, if you would message me when you learned a business lesson and, and if you say, oh my gosh, you know, you were talking about these business lessons in episode 84 and I was open to it and I got a business lesson today. And if you could tell me what that lesson was, you would absolutely make my year. That is what podcasters live for. We live for things like that. I would, oh my gosh, I would absolutely love that. And also if you want me to share one of the business lessons that you learned, you can leave it on my speak pipe. 
If you go to my podcast page, bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast, right in the middle of the page is an orange button. And you can push that button and leave me up to a 90 second message. So you can say your name and just give me the business lesson that you learned recently. And if you want me to, I will put it on the very next episode and shout you out so you can be part of Business Fabulous. I love that you were here. I cheer you on. I am rooting for you. All of those business lessons are right there in front of you for you to grab a hold and keep close to you to grow your business and be business fabulous. We'll talk soon.